This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Wednesday, November 27th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Continued optimism for China deal. Warren makes a play for black farmers. Rural Democrats worry impeachment hurting them in farm country. Trump advisor really close on China. The White House continues to be upbeat about prospects for an interim trade deal with China, although there have been few public signs of negotiations in recent days. We're getting really close, Kellyanne Conway, an advisor to President Donald Trump, said yesterday on Fox and Friends, noting that China recently dropped its ban on U.S. chicken imports. We feel that deal is going to happen, and we continue to work arduously toward that, she added. And here's another take. Senate Finance Committee Chairman Chuck Grassley of Iowa told reporters yesterday everything he has heard in private conversations and seen in the media indicates the negotiations on a phase one deal are going okay. But he also noted that Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin and U.S. Trade Representative Robert Lighthizer had not yet accepted an invitation to go to Beijing. They aren't going unless there's a real chance of having a final agreement. It's up to China to show that good faith, he said. Anticipation boosting export forecast. Despite the uncertainty with China, the U.S. Department of Agriculture has raised its forecast for U.S. farm exports in fiscal 2020 to $139 billion. That's up $2 billion from the August estimate and $3.5 billion above the FY19 exports. USDA economists say expectations of a deal with China on ag trade have helped to boost the value of soybean and cotton exports. USDA's estimate for FY20 pork exports was raised $400 million to $6.7 billion, largely due to demand from China. The estimate for dairy exports was raised $300 million to $5.8 billion. Warren appeals to black farmers. Elizabeth Warren, who's been struggling to gain traction with minority voters, has proposed a plan to make it easier for black and Hispanic farmers to pursue claims with USDA. The Massachusetts Senator's plan includes having an independent civil rights oversight board to supervise the handling of complaints by USDA's Office of Civil Rights. She also would appoint a civil rights omnibusman to help minority farmers navigate the complaints process and would make it easier for minority farmers to go to federal court. Warren would turn off the time limit for filing federal lawsuits while complaints are being processed at USDA. As it stands, Warren says the complaints take so long to be processed that farmers are unable to file a lawsuit after the department rules against them. Rural Democrat Group. Impeachment support lagging. Although polls indicate about half of voters nationwide support impeaching President Trump, a group aimed at promoting Democrats in rural states says movement there is against impeachment. The One Country Project bases its funding on how rural Americans are discussing the impeachment issue on social media in Iowa, Michigan, Minnesota, New Hampshire, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin. The group says proponents of impeachment are becoming less energized while opponents are revving up. Former North Dakota Senator and founding OCP board member Heidi Heitkamp said since day one, 
Republicans in Congress have been treating the impeachment inquiry not as a serious constitutional process, but rather as an opportunity to malign Democratic members as craven political operators. Unfortunately, this aggressive Republican public relations campaign appears to be paying dividends. Romaine victim list grows. The Center for Disease Control and Prevention has now linked 67 illnesses to romaine lettuce that was grown in California's Salinas Valley and contaminated with deadly E. coli bacteria. That's an increase of 27 from last Friday when FDA issued an alert warning consumers not to eat any romaine that was grown in the region. Six people have developed the hemolytic uremic syndrome, a type of kidney failure, but no deaths have been reported. FDA says it has asked the industry to voluntarily withdraw from the market any romaine grown in the Salinas Valley. The agency hasn't yet identified the farm that is the source of the contamination. Senate GOP to advance FDA nominee. The Senate Health, Education, Labor, Pensions Committee has scheduled a vote next Tuesday on Stephen Hahn's nomination to head the FDA. There's been no sign of controversy around the Texas cancer expert, and Senate Republicans are moving unusually quickly to get him installed at FDA. Journal editors oppose EPA shift on science. Editors of six major scientific journals are worried about the way EPA will craft environmental regulations under proposed secret science regulations now under consideration. EPA wants to require the release of the underlying data, including medical data, that is used in studies to support regulations. In a statement, the journal editors say the most relevant science vetted through peer review should inform public policy. Anything less will harm decision-making that claims to protect our health. They also said that when old rules not subject to the new transparency requirements need to be updated, foundational science from years past could be discarded. That would be a catastrophe, the editors say. The journals the editors represent, Science, Nature, The Lancet, the Public Library of Science Journals, the Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences, and Cell Press. Diet faced social media backlash. Social media matters. Pro-meat messages responding to the release of the EAT Lancet Planetary Health Diet in January reached more people on Twitter than messages promoting the research, according to a new paper published in The Lancet. The Stockholm Resilience Center says it followed the diet's launch. Its critics reached 26 million people on Twitter, compared with 25 million from academics and others promoting the research. The backlash was driven mostly by users in the U.S., U.K., Australia, and Europe. DOT wants input on rural needs. The Department of Transportation is seeking comments on its rural opportunities to use Transportation for Economic Success initiative. Specifically, DOT wants to hear about infrastructure needs in rural transportation and barriers rural communities face in addressing these needs. The department also wants to know about communities' experiences in applying to and using DOT discretionary grant and credit programs. Here's today's He Said It. 
Thankfully, bread and butter have been specially raised by the Jacksons to remain calm under any condition, which will be very important because they've already received subpoenas to appear in Adam Schiff's basement on Thursday. It's true. Hundreds of people have. It seems the Democrats are accusing me of being too soft on Turkey. That President Trump referring to Turkey's bread and butter and farmer Willie Jackson. Well, that's Daybreak for this Wednesday, November 27th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.